listening to the 11th Hour, a weekly ranted podcast. I am Sam Melancon of Debacle Records. I am Brad Rose from Foxy Digitalis. Each week, one of us picks a ranted or ranted-adjacent song, and we talk about all our complicated feelings about being aging ranted fans. <laughs> uh, this week was my pick. Uh, we went back in time to 1993-1994 to talk about Let's Go's international cover-up. Back down, up, back down, cold up. Rise up, no rise up, short up. Lock down, lock down, cold up. International cover-up. Back down, up, back down, cold up. Rise up, no rise up, short up. Lock down, no lock down, cold up. International cover-up. What about the state of the What about the case of the union? What about the case of matter? What about a terror strike? You know. So, international cover-up, uh, let's go, 1994, June, because they only come out in summer months. They're really stuck to that, it seems like. Uh, the second album from Rancid, Brett Gerowitz all over this one. This is a Tim joint. It's very much a Tim song, kind of old school, just yeah. ripper. Um, very short. Uh, this one sits, though, I think, in, a, in an inflection point in the album. Uh, one of the reasons I picked it is is it's a pivot point in the back half of let's go where you kind of starts the run downhill to mm-hmm. and i don't mean that quality wise but towards the end of the album yeah. like it's kind of like this is just this straight shot of hardcore songs all the way to the end of the album that are could all be one song in a weird way like they're all texturally tonally the same and i would say it actually starts this run of like improvement to the mm-hmm. album where where these the the quality level comes up a bit. Yeah, I feel like I've always felt like, like this album gets stronger as it goes, which is funny because the front half is it's like front loaded with the big iconic. Right. But but I yeah, feel like yeah. the sort of secret best part of Let's Go is from here on this little yeah. run. Yeah, exactly. Like it gets way more hardcore than I would say. This is the most like classic, and I mean like truly like American hardcore you know like minor threat black flag yeah. like this is their most like that song structure run they'll have very minimal lyric sets very like half songs they're all the same energy they're all the same color almost right. to me like mm-hmm. like this record is so red to me you it know, is it, it's, it's red lining it is a red cover this part feels red like this purpley red is so deaf i mean obviously the cover is that but like this it just feels that way. No, I agree. That is like what do you like? It feels, it, you know. If and, I experienced synesthesia, I'm pretty sure yes. like I, yes, I, this this album would make me see red, and not and that and not exactly. in a bad way. Not <laughs> not, not, not no, like oh, I'm so fucking mad that. at this. No, no that's I think a lot indestructible. Of people would agree that that's but, the, <laughs> <laughs> red. And also yeah, red. Right. Uh, uh, but yes, it has this kind of purpley mm-hmm. blood, veiny red you know uh thing that 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 this record has and this run especially has and it's um it's also when the record gets a little less personal it's you know it it it's not really a you know again it's this thing that when when tim tries to be explicitly political it doesn't get very explicit it's just kind of like it's kind of about workers rights and rising up i don't really know what this is about but it's you know the state of union and guns and kids and it's calling for a general strike and it's like rising up right. and international cover-ups and it's like 
what about the kids who get stopped and dreaming and i love the general gist of this of course it seems very great and very like you know pro worker pro you know right. um uh working human and it's you know but what the fuck it doesn't really mean anything <laughs> You know, as, like, as oh, we're gonna put seen. all these the words in here that, that it, yeah, it's like it's it's refrigerator yeah. magnet like rage against the, it's rage against the machine refrigerator magnets yes. kind of but in a really short song, which again also that makes me feel like uh, you know early nineties hardcore bands you know like like that you know it's like it's like you get to to see what it really means or it's like. Those bands are either very specific or it's very general, and then they have to yell for just as long as the song before <laughs> the song to tell you what it's about. You know what I mean? That's that classic like Propaganda. power violence thing of like, let me tell you how, how what this is about. You know, for fifteen minutes and then play a one minute song. Oh, right, you know? right. Um, so I mean, I I do like that element of it in that it's like you know the 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 song after this is about suicide. So you know like. It, it does seem like the themes of the back half of this record get a little less like Jimmy and Johnny and dope sick girl that stole from him and like right. less these like personal anecdotes of like the first record and more and touring and all these things and radio and nihilism, which are good and great classic rancid vibes. But this is like this run again feels a little bit more poking its head up above the water and mm-hmm. looking around at the world. Yep. Um, and I would say this is the most of that, sure. you know, of course. Yeah, no, I, I totally, yeah, I agree with that. I think it's, and just, I don't know, from a song sort of just sonic perspective, like it's, it's interesting cause it is, a, it's like a really fast kind of light speed song in part, it's set for the, you don't know what it's like part, which kind of breaks it, you know, I mean, it's still fast. It does really cool things with timing yeah. and like rhythm it's, that's why that yeah like once you get past like what's interesting about it is the the structure of the song it's like the the lyrics are fun and everything but like yeah the structure like talk about how like it's broken up yeah well i mean to me it's you know it starts out and it, and it obviously it repeats itself it's like three sections that repeat themselves but it yeah. starts out it's like this take this big deep breath and just like and it's like slowly kind of yeah. runs out of steam but not in a not in a like bad way because it because it's so you've got the like back down no back down coming up that part is like fast runs up, no, runs and then up, coming up. what about saying you know so it kind of comes down a notch and then and then it's like okay i'm, I'm fucking done and which kind of for the like you don't know what it's like which kind of yeah. I, I think that adds to, because it's you know, we've all been there where it's like, all right, I'm really fucking passionate or mad about this thing. And then eventually you're like, oh, God, I'm just fucking tired. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> shrugging and like push. You know that feeling of like pushing somebody's hand off your shoulder? Yeah. Like it's like, yeah, it's got that, that verbal, like it's like that nonverbal, like, you don't know, get off. Like, you don't know like, what it's yeah. like, man. Like, like, yeah, like I, you're, you're, stop pandering to me. I am pissed about this thing, but like, you, right. Yeah, it's got this like, yeah, that's a good point. And um, I don't know if that's you know, and I have no, what he's right if meaning. that's if that's <laughs> intentional. But to me, the just the yeah, the structure of the song it it really mimicked that feeling. And and when you combine with these lyrics, it just in my mind it all just clicked into play. Like oh man, that's really and it, and it's 
you know, I don't want to say it's unintentional because I think Tim is a more a much more clever songwriter than people give him credit for. So, it, you know, it, it very well could be intentional. But I also, as we've said many times, I think there's also these sort of moments of magic, Happy dumb accidents. luck kind yeah, of thing exactly. that happen a lot. Yeah. Um, in some cases, an entire album happens like that. And so, um, so I don't know. But I, know. Do, I do think the energy of this song is so interesting, though. You're, I think you're right. Like, like, and how they they like pick up back into the back down, no back down, coming up, rise up, no. I love the mm-hmm. rhythm of this song. It's like the, it's like that thing that early Ranta did that they dropped pretty much after this song, this album, right? The back down, no back down, coming up, rise up, no rise up, no, up, lock down, mm-hmm. no lock down, coming up, and then they go, they do this big arrival, that international cover right. up, and it's like this big like, that's like a classic kind of skate punk thing to right. do. And then, well, I mean, and this was, and gets, this and, you know, the Rancid 93 were very much their skate. These are like phase, the like, like skater yeah. boys, like, like they're blowing their minds, right? right? Like, <laughs> and like, you know, the, that summer I'm sure was just like, oh, oh God, God I have, I have skate park. so many, like, just like, I can, I, I'm there in this moment of my friend Ryan, who he was a year and a half older than all of us. Like we, he'd been held back a grade. So we were all in the same grade, but he, so he was turned 16 before any of us had a car and just his, it was like a 1994 Ford probe or something. I still remember it was silver. And, (laughs) and I just remember driving around Tulsa. We would go to, it was called get and go. It was the, because we don't have seven ups or seven ups, seven elevens in Tulsa. Seven ups. Because we have a place called Quick Trip, which is taken over. Anyway, whatever. Nobody gives a shit about that. Um, and getting green slushies. It had no flavor. The flavor was green. And I and, and I remember this <laughs> corn. <syrup. laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, it's yeah, and toxic dye. And I remember that because Ryan and I had a band at the time called that we called Green Slushy. It was very bad. Um, our famous most famous song was called G chord and it was literally me playing a G chord and him saying G chord over it in a very monotone voice. Um, it, was, it was very bad um, anyway that's some that's some uh, that's some modern minimal I know like actually if I could find those tapes I'm you know maybe it'd be my biggest hit in years no um, but just driving around listening and this song and like I can just windows down because it was summer and just yeah and like it it, it's yeah and then you know i mean and that's (laughs) i I worry too much like it's like okay it's a cool memory it's great you know whatever but then you know we've talked like nostalgia is not so much a good thing (laughs) really yeah yeah so i you know then i'm like god is that is that why i still like i hear this i'm like yeah it's like because it reminds me of being 15 and not giving a shit about so, it yeah it's you, like, you you hit the take like this is this is my take like i listened to let's go a little bit again for this because let's go is so hard to pick as we've said this a lot about a lot of rinsing but like you can pull a song off a of life one way and listen to it individually yeah. it's really hard to pick out a song out of yep. let's go individually it, it it's just one big <laughs> You know, right. like it's recorded in a way they're all have. This is a transitional album. Yeah. This is a second album. This is, we don't really know who we are. We just had an, a person are in, I think objectively, if you could re-record all the songs from the first album and the second album, first album being the self-titled, second album being this album, uh, with, I don't know, four years later, Rancid, 
at a much better studio with more realized that band and let them kind of rearrange those songs a little bit. I think you would objectively say more songs on the first album are better written songs. Then Let's Go. Then Let's Go. That's interesting. Hmm. I think they are more thoughtfully written songs. I don't know if they're better. Yeah. But they are whole songs. I think Let's Go is the product of we have to get something out. Right. The world is exploding. I mean, it's... And they're just so good. Right. Like, they're they're so good and the energy is so there. They're at their peak of their energy. Like, they're getting by purely on charisma and energy. And a lot of these songs, if you pull them out... Not this one so much. I like this one as, yeah. a, in a, as a standalone. I think there's a handful. That, very few, though. That you could remove and it wouldn't change the value of this record. Oh, yeah. Like, I th- I think that this record is full of filler. I think most of the... T- when people feel good about this record, it's nostalgia. I think it has to do with the moment. I think it has to do with the, the charisma of the band and the tone of the speed of the record and, the again, that red... That yeah. see like that wash over the cover of the record, you know what I mean? Like like you you feel the record more than you analyze the record, if that makes any sense. You know, no, what I mean? that totally makes sense. It is I mean, like, have I ever done the dumb thing of like Pablo Honey Ben's OK Computer Kid A with Rancid? <laughs> have you ever done this? No, I don't know if I know I mean Let's go is Ben the Benz. It's a transitional album that hints at where they're going to go. Uh, I was going to say, I mean, well, you don't want to... Well, I, I was like, okay, you just named one great record, one good record, and two fucking terrible records. What are you talking about, Seth? I, this, is what, <laughs> well, I'm kind of, this is kind of what I'm saying. Okay, so... Okay, so... I, my point is, I think Let's Go is, okay. is low-tier rancid if you remove nostalgia. That's interesting, because, you know, uh, because that's... Okay. I see. I totally see where you're going for that. Like, well, because I, I think, think if I we think, didn't. I don't think I can. No, no, I don't either. But I think if you did. But no, I think the Radiohead comparison really works for me because I don't have the I don't have the nostalgia for Radiohead, and and exactly. I and, and, and so and my wife does. Like that's her favorite band of all time. And yep. And anyway, I have said for. 20 years, however long, I don't know, maybe not that long. How old am I? 43. Maybe. That The Benz is a terrible fucking record. And nobody, everyone gets mad at me. Because it's bad. Terrible is 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 strong. It is not a it good is record. A, it is a generic record. It is a Brit, mm. British, yeah. like, you know, kind of fits it right alongside, it's like, a, like n- Blur and Verve and like that sort of stuff. Yeah, it's like a... I don't know. I think it's like a mediocre suede record or something. <laughs> it's not like Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, there's a reason like when people go talk about Coldplay or whatever, they're talking about like Coldplay basically took the bends and ran with it. Yeah. And that's an incredibly mediocre band. You know what I mean? Like And so and the and, okay, and the this is interesting. I'm 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 still going with this comparison because I'll, so It is by the way, this is the dumbest, most milk Oh god. Yes record collector oh, I, yeah maybe i'm not gonna keep boring <laughs> like like i hate that we're oh, yeah. having this conversation but like let's have no, it but it helps it, it like fr- it helps me yeah framing it about framing it with something that i know a lot about but don't really care about like i don't have any emotional attachment yeah. to is helpful because if i yeah, can think I mean, of that, rancid i mean but that's hard because 
even like I think rancid more than a band like Radiohead, and I could be wrong because I'm not a huge Radiohead. Like I think the emotion of it is a much bigger part of rancid. Well, that's than... that's a silly statement. I feel like I uh, think the emotional part okay. of Radiohead is like 99%. People just crying on their floor in high school listening to OK Computer and the Benz is like most of it. Okay, well, see, I think those... Okay. I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna... Don't worry about it. You're good. The band grew up, though. That's the whole thing with Radiohead, and that's why, really, In Rainbows is the best Radiohead. Um, Maybe. I don't know. Moving on. This is a red... Fuck. This is... Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I think let's go. I, I, I agree I that it gets that by is, on this, like nostalgia. Is I don't even think it's. Go ahead. Sorry, I'm interrupting. No, that was I mean, whatever you want to call it. I do. I think that there is very much something there that that's that the record is held in the esteem that it is not because of the like the record itself. It's something else. Yeah, it's not just like it's just like on merit. It is not actually amazing rancid. And it's not its fault. It is a transitional record between what they were when they started, which was this very interesting kind of garagey, um, kind of sludgy, garagey punk band. Sludgy is not right, but um, I don't even know how to explain what they were. Um, <laughs> what they were with the trio, right. which actually had some interesting stuff to it. Again, I think it was recorded so poorly that we just never will know what was good about that band. Um, and then the Lars and Out of the Wolves magic, right? Yeah. And then they just had, they, again, they're getting by on tone, the moment we were in, mm-hmm. the 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 feeling, the recording style, like the just, the, the, the you had moments of it poking out. You had Salvation, you had Radio, you had Nihilism, you had this song, you had Seven Years Down, you had, you know, solidarity you know like um although that's just like a good punk song that's not even like this incredible song you know so like um it but it's a lot to ask your transitional record to be your best record you know what i mean like transitional records Mm -hmm. you know they had seven they had four years or whatever three years to write their first record they had six months to write let's go you know what i mean like and then they didn't even like fully have time to to integrate Lars. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, it, I yeah, like, it, like I mean, yeah. It's a transition. It's <laughs> let's go is just the dress rehearsal for an outcome. The wolves. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's get let's, it's flush the system of the first version of the band, right? Like the Matt forward garagey thing they had first, the you know hardcore band they uh-huh. had, were in first, and then embrace this coming wave of like Clash. And and ACDC thing they were getting from Lars, you know what I mean, and 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 use the weapons available to them, and plus all the attention that was being brought to the, their scene, and they wanted to like capitalize on that, and they did a you know the pressure was on to do that, and they did a really good job with their transitional record, a really right. good job, like a classic level record to most people's eyes and ears, but I think. This many years later, you can you can say, "Great job, guys! Really good transitional record. It means a lot to a lot of people." But objectively, as we like fine tooth comb this, like I less and less and less feel like I get a lot out of besides one monotone feeling out of this record. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, I roll my eyes of like 
doing this song by song analysis, there's not a lot here. Yeah. No, absolutely. It's um, it's interesting too, though, because it's I I feel saying yeah I, I I feel a little I don't know what's the word I'm looking here for here like apprehensive to say like I don't know like to say like objectively there's not like none of it's objective I don't like I yeah. you know that. I don't think that's objective. But, I'm saying, in my yeah. opinion, I, you know, as we're, this is all what sure. we're doing, right? You know, but like, as we're like starting to like mentally, you know, we're doing this weird exercise <laughs> of like, and we're having this whole idea of like, we're ranking albums in our heads and all oh, that's a weird Especially because it's, it's like, all a, art. It's yeah, all and it's fine. like a thing that I really hate doing, but for some reason I, yeah, but I still do. I mean, yeah. I mean, the conceit, right. we're, we're, I think we're beyond yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, we yeah. know that this conceit is weird and creepy and like, <laughs> No, I wouldn't want somebody, you know, it's, it, yeah. whatever. But I do think that, like, this thing could do to be more put into this other category than classic or perfect or, um, I don't know, like, this, like, like take off the rose-colored glasses a little bit with this and just kind of go, ah, oh, well, well done transitional record. Very well done. But that doesn't hold a candle to the top three. No. And I don't think it has as good songwriting as even the first. And by the way, the pure, on pure songwriting, Troublemaker eats it for fucking breakfast. That's a big call. Just pure songwriting. No. Do you think that they're not better songwriters? Oh god! I, and and more. There's more meat on the bone. Oh, absolutely. No, I totally agree with that. And I and actually, I energy. Of course, like where it wins on is on energy. Only two thousand beats it on energy. Yeah, sure. absolutely. But no. But I mean, I think there is like thinking of this compared to the first record and the sort of other than the big three songs on this record. Yeah. Which I even think, we even think one of the big three songs isn't that great. Um, but I'll leave that for Wait, hold on. What? Oh, you don't think Salvation is that great? It's okay. It's not. I actually do think so. I was listening to it last time. I'm like, Salvation, there's a reason it, I, no, I yeah, I understand why it, it just. I do think they doubled it for no good reason and tried to make it into a single. That's my theory. We haven't talked about it yet. Correct. No, yeah, we haven't done salvation, so that's why I was, <laughs> I was like, like, holy oh, shit. Yeah, no. So it's, uh, I, I, anyway, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. I, I no more spoilers. It's fine. But then, like when I think about the first record, so we did Detroit, right? Because Detroit's like one of my favorite. Like, yeah. I think, Detroit's I think Detroit's great. better than maybe any song on Let's Go. Yeah, maybe. Like just it, it's more interesting. Yeah, like that's the th- I mean, it's there's there's stuff going, and then um, I mean, even a song like like you know like Rats in the Hallway is really got it's like a, it's, a it's weird, got weird yeah, ass parts and, on it, and like I, yeah, I, you know, God, I would 
Well, I don't even know. You know, they're in their fifties. I can't. I don't know what it would be like if they re-recorded that album. But you know, that's the thing. A lot of like bands go out on the road now and like, oh, we're gonna play our whole. Yeah. And I yeah, kind of hate yeah. that, but I also would love to hear. I would love to hear. Yeah, Rancid '93. I kind of feel like it'd be so cool. Yeah, I feel like there's like you almost want to hear like a '90s like DC hardcore band do that that <laughs> record because it's got yeah. like like. There's an angularity and like a a weird approach to some of those songs that you wonder if somebody like with a slightly different approach didn't do like a major rearrangement, but just kind of did it in their style. If you would like reveal things about that that album that like I th- yeah is it, hidden in that record. You know, every time we go back to that record, we like take a we slow down, we listen past the bad money recording, and we go wow, there's depth here, you know, like Absolutely. there's a lot more going on. I mean, on. I was going to, yeah, I mean, that's the thing with that record is it's every time I listen to it and I don't have this, I don't have this feeling with Let's Go. Like every time I, and, and this has been going on for years, every time I would go back and listen to that first record, I, and yes, you had to get past how badly it's recorded or and mixed or whatever. But I always have this thought in the back of my head, this feeling in the back of my head, like, geez, this is, really good. <laughs> like what like and there's a lot of ambition yeah, and, and like weird structure and, and then i and then I, and I that always leads to the, like why don't i listen to this more and then it's like oh because it's not great to listen to because it's so badly engineered and mm-hmm. so and, and it's too bad because i think yeah i also think the the tempo is a problem like yeah they they did the classic early punk band thing of like well we'll just play these really fast and it's like I wonder if like some of those songs were a little less monotone on like every song is the same tempo, like if they had been a little bit more dynamically interesting with the same song but slightly different tempos and breaking it up a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Like I bet they would have sequenced it slightly differently, you know. Now knowing what they know now and things like that. But yeah, like and I think you're about to like reveal a real big truism about Let's Go, which is then we pick a Let's Go song, and I'm not surprised. It sounds exactly like Let's Go. There's not a lot under the surface. Mm-hmm. It's a red candy shell, and that's all it is. Yeah. No, it's... Because, by the way, it's a record they squeezed out in between their two big... You know, their debut and their big record, and it was a... It's a it's a transitional record. And, to their credit, to be able... To, in those circumstances, be able to make a record like Let's Go... Like, very few bands could do that, I, I, right? Yeah, you know I mean... I mean so it's still a great record that I right. love. Like I, but there's I just, just not I'm just a lot like of shuffling it around. There's just not a lot of there there, as the saying goes. Yeah, exactly. It's 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 a record about the energy, about the total sum of the parts more than any one piece. It's not a record of songs. It's a record of of vibe. Yeah, it's their you vibes I mean? record. Like, <laughs> yeah, it really is. Like, and and it's it's um it's quite an accomplishment that they got something out of it. You know what I mean? And it's, you know, they didn't just get something. They've got a lot of people's favorite Rancid record. Like, yeah, well, but I do want, and the, you know, I, well, and challenge that a little yeah, bit. And it's the sort of platform for all the other records to have. I mean, the success of let's yes. go allows an outcome of the wolves to happen and, and all of it, you know, so it's, yes. so even if, yeah, I, I you know, you, there's like two separate stories here. There's the actual songs and the music being, yes, more about the energy and the vibes. But then there's the like album itself is so important because of 
all these different things we've talked about. So it's yeah, yeah absolutely, and, yeah. and it's not like mutually exclusive. Both things can be true. Um, but I agree. It's like hundred percent. You know, it's it's. I struggle every like they're the top three are easy and the order changes sort of 2000 yep. generally is the top the uh, um, wolves and life won't wait kind of go back and forth depending on my mood but anyway but then and then there's the bottom three which indestructible dominoes honor it probably is in that order descending. You think? Oh, yeah, I don't know. I fucking hate indestructible. I've just come to. Ter- I'm like just come to terms with. I fucking. Oh. Hate it. Anyway, <laughs> maybe that's strong. No, I don't know. Anyway, whatever. I don't want to talk about indestructible because it it pisses me off every time. Yeah, I we talk, talk about, about it too much. And yeah. then there's the weird middle area, and and so okay. Let me let's uh, get into my pick for next week. I think are we good because okay. this, so yeah oh, yeah okay totally. so in yeah. and you and I have talked about this and and we talked about it last week with honor at trying to figure out why troublemaker lands so well with us compared to all these other records. Right. Because there's, there's a yep. part of me. Well, no, I would say at this point, like, honestly, it's like troublemaker and rancid 93 are kind of the two below the top three. And yep. I don't know. So, which is fucking weird. It's weird. Um, so okay, so next week we're gonna we're gonna talk some more about Troublemaker, and we're gonna do it through the lens of Bava Rock and Roll. Oh, um, nice. And yeah, because I think there's I think that song for me is very. It's a big touchstone for like why we keep talking about that record, and, and because it is because in it well I'm gonna give away the the whole thing here, but like inexplic- inexplicably, I love that song. <laughs> like, it, I know, and, yeah, so, yeah, and, yeah. and so I think it's, if any other band did that song, we would be shitting. I, I, think, I think so too. And for some reason, and so I want to talk about that and try to see if we can figure out why. Um, so yes, yeah, so I'm with you. Another troublemaker. I, the troublemaker episodes are a lot more fun than any of the other that things. That comes post yeah, right. 2000. Um, yeah. Okay, so let's see a couple orders of business here before we stop talking. Um, I am starting, or I've start by the time this airs, I will have started. It's a new daily podcast. Of it's very short, like five to seven minutes. It's just the Foxy Digitalis podcast. Search that on your favorite podcast app. It's uh, daily news and reviews of basically experimental music. What my actual I don't know. I don't want to say it's like intro because I'm interested in this, but it's my wheelhouse. That's what I do. That's what I love. That's what I'm involved in. And so if you're curious about that, I don't know <laughs> if you are, if you're listening to this because you love Rancid, but hey, give it a listen. And then second, if, um, was there something else? Shit. I, sh- I was going to write this down. Well, I've lost it. Well, oh. you know, we're, uh, follow us on social, and and we totally appreciate some. Uh, oh views yeah, yeah, too. yeah. On you know whatever wherever you, whatever your podcast app is, like yeah, leave us a review. Let us know what you think. Um, it's really awesome to get that feedback, and just one of the things Sam and I talk a lot about, it just in our other music lives, is you know feeling like you're 
just screaming into the void. So it's awesome to, you know, like get those reviews and emails and stuff and hear from you guys and uh, know that there's people out there listening. So thanks. <laughs> yeah, right. for sure. Yeah, thanks for all the reviews that have come yeah, in. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, it, 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 we see them all and we appreciate them. Absolutely. Sure. And we see your emails and are going to get better at responding to them. Um, oh, absolutely. And, and we're going to, I, I commit that by the time this next, no, well, by the time this, this airs, we will have an email. I don't know what yeah. it will be. We're going to like try to get a rancid pod email. I'm sure. But who knows if, it, yeah, probably some rancid pod like thing, but we'll see yeah. what it actually ends up having to be. But so you won't have to like, you won't have to do it. any sleuthing to track us down to send us an email anymore. Cause that's, I admit that's obnoxious. So I'm sorry. That is a little, um, but we'll, we'll yeah. get better. About All right. It, for sure. And in the meantime, you can always find us on Twitter and on Instagram at rancid pod. And until then, we'll see you in the pit. pit. pretty that good was, yeah actually. that you, was the guitar line that was yeah you know mm-hmm. probably my best performance mm-hmm. uh <laughs>